This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 252nd episode of Talk Direction. And we are back, baby. We're back. It has uh, been... Not, not, per- not permanently. Don't get too excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for Sorry today, we're back We're today. back for today. Um, yeah, it's been how many months? Like five months? Well, our last episode was posted June 16th, so Wow. Yeah. It's been close to six months. months. That's crazy. Yeah. Jeez. Well. It's been a really fun six months. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. It's been horrible. (laughs) It definitely has been. I'm just going to take off a sweater. Hold on. Okay. Um, I've missed the podcast so much, and literally, like, over, after we, like, did our, post our last episode, we had this conversation, me and Caitlin, I don't know if you remember this, I think it must have been in in August or September, we were both joking Mm -hmm. that, like, we, like, stopped doing the podcast, and, like, immediately both of our lives just, like, went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that? I don't even remember that. (laughs) I think things are better now for Caitlin, but not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my mood fluctuates with what's going on with my exam schedule. Yeah. Right now, I'm off for a week, so like I'm in so a better everything mood. Everything is great. Yeah, yeah. Because like all of a lot of my stuff comes from school, so when that's gone, you know, then I'm yeah feel good again. <clears throat> right, um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it's been an intense six months. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but we're gonna talk today we have no plan we have nothing in front of us i'm literally yeah. just watching the sound bars go up as i'm recording there's nothing on my screen but my sound <laughs> um yeah but we know there's a lot to catch up on and we want to catch up on it pretty much yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 um should we catch up on ourselves? Is there stuff to tell that we want to talk about or no? Um, yeah, I mean, we could give a little update. All right, do you want to start? Sure. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been so many months, so it's hard to know what to tell you guys because so much has happened. But, um, uh, The last, like, few months, I've, like, been having pretty bad mental health. I got, like, severely depressed, and um, so I'm kind of in the process right now of, like, figuring that all out. I had to, like, take a little break from work and have my parents come and stay with me, (laughs) Um, and I think it's just been, like, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's, like, uh, a large, I think, in large part due to the pandemic and just, like, extended isolation and everything that the pandemic brought and everything that 2020 brought and then like in my personal life alongside of that I like you know moved to a new place and 
had a lot of like my close relationships kind of end um and then I've also just been like working on like trauma stuff in therapy which has been intense um and my job is really hard and kind of got to an unsustainable point where I was just like overworking myself so all of those things kind of culminated (laughs) um Mm -hmm. into like making it so that I had to like actually stop and like take a break before I took you know the long break (laughs) the (laughs) final break um and so I did that which is good and things are like on uh, things feel like on the mend now um I'm definitely feeling like way better than I was the last couple months and I'm like have getting a lot of like support and stuff so that is good um but but yeah and I know I'm not I know I'm not alone in this in being in this state I think a lot of people have kind of reached this point um, because, yeah, just, like, living in our society in general is really hard. And then through the pandemic, which is, like, still going on, just, I think, really has been hard for a lot of us. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now, just, like, you know, working on my working on my mental health and my, yeah, my overall well-being is kind of the focus of my mm-hmm. life right now and trying to figure out how to make things like actually sustainable long term um yeah cuz often the trap we get into in capitalism unless you're like rich is that is that you often have to just think temporarily like yeah. what can i do now like how am i going to survive tomorrow like how am i going to survive next month like it's very hard to like actually make make like changes that are like sustainable for your like health and well-being when you have to like worry about money that way um yeah and I know that I'm like really really privileged that I actually am able to take a little bit of a break from work right now and have my my parents help me like my parents are not rich by any stretch of the imagination but like they're able to help me a little bit um mm-hmm. and I know that that's like a huge privilege and a lot of people don't have that um I wish everyone had that like we should all be able to have that you know it's just like it's just like such a weird thing where it's like you can be like severely depressed and like suicidal but then be like well I have I have a meeting at work tomorrow so right yeah (laughs) guess I'll have to do that it's just like it's such a backwards it's just such a backwards system we have um yeah Especially if you're self-employed, too, like... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I guess not especially if, because, I mean, it happens in all industries. Yeah. Where you just kind of have to whatever, but also, like, yeah, being self-employed is really challenging, too, with all that. Yeah, yeah, it is really challenging. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with me, and as a result of that, I've, like, been pretty much out of, like fandom for the last few months just because I've been like you know just trying to stay alive so I don't know a lot of (laughs) a lot of what's happened with all the boys but I know stuff here and there and there's been a few things that have happened that have been like exciting to me and I was like oh I want to record I think too Mm. it's like it's like holidays um and I it's always fun to record over the holidays because like you know we have like more time and yeah it just feels like easier than being like you know okay when is Caitlin's break from <laughs> exams and like 
you know, less stressful. Yeah. But I've really, really missed the podcast. And the other thing I was saying to Kaylin before we started recording is like, is like one of the things that I've been experiencing the last couple years um, is like just like one of those times of like reinvention where like all of the external things that I used to define myself like kind of crumpled or fell away or like broke over the last two years. Um, And so I'm in this kind of limbo stage right now of like not really knowing who I am. Um, And it's very unsettling. Um, And I I feel like the podcast was kind of like the last thing that I was holding on to of like my identity. Like I have a One Direction podcast and like, and it was just like a thing we did regularly. Like we did it we talked every week or every couple of weeks and it was like it was like a consistent familiar thing in my life that I enjoyed and that I recognized and when we like stopped doing it I realized like oh no that was the last thing I had yeah it that was like you know had all of those things about it um so yeah and I've I've really missed it and also like you know I think it was still the right thing to do because I, I mean, we wouldn't have had time like I like, you know, just my trying to wrap up my work and then with my mental health being the way, way it has been, it's not like I would have had, it's not like I've had a lot of time being like, Oh, I wish I was recording right now. I've like really, really missed it, but also it was definitely the right decision (laughs) Yeah, to take a little pause. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm just rambling on about myself. Um, Caitlin, how have you been the last six months? Um, I've been, as per, medical school is horrible, constantly mm-hmm. questioning why I'm here, mm-hmm. um, going through periods of intense studying and stress and feeling like this is the worst, and then like getting two days of relief and then back at it. Now I get yeah. like a couple more than two days which is nice um mm-hmm. yeah I think I'm getting closer like the first two years of medical school are really like book worky and then third year is more clinical and I've yeah. heard good and bad things like some people say it's better because it's more clinical but some people say oh it's way harder it's the hardest year because you're doing mm. both clinical stuff it's like you're working a full-time job and then going home to study after that because you also have exams So I don't really know what's worst, full-time studying all day every day or also having a job and studying. (laughs) I don't know. At least if you're, like, with the the whole clinical stuff, I'll be forced to, like, interact with people and, like, see human beings and have connections and stuff. Right. Yeah. So, like, that's got to be a positive, but it also sounds like, like, right now I'm still in, like, school, so I get, like, time off and vacation Mm -hmm. but I think third year it's like it's like you're an employee and you're an employee at the lowest rung where you just have to go in when they want you like you're not getting paid as well you're paying to be there like it's like you know a whole nother set of type of stuff yeah yeah so yeah that's something to look forward to but also like I'll be happy to be out of this period of what I'm in because this these past two years or this past year and a half has been really really challenging Mm -hmm. um in the worst of ways I just did this (laughs) survey for Mm -hmm. it's like a national medical school survey Mm -hmm. where I think I don't know it must be some I think it's like some like medical school board that like 
evaluates medical schools or something. And the questions were so specific about like burnout and depression in medical school. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if you're asking these questions, because it would be like, um, how often have you felt like being in medical school has severely harmed your med- your mental health? How oh How God. much have you questioned in the past year, like why you even decided to go into this field anyway? Like they were very like <laughs> clearly whatever. I was like, if these are the questions you're asking, clearly you know that medical school is not set up in a sustainable way. And this is like coming from like the, you know, American like medical school board thing. Like these questions aren't like, how happy have you felt? It's like specifically, clearly, you know, people feel like shit. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't really know, but all my answers were terrible. I was like, I've, Mm -hmm. I've felt shit for, you know, all the time and I'm not sure why I'm here and but it just it's just such a I'm it's like one of those things where you're so mad at the system and you know it doesn't have to be this way but there's not really anything you can do right Um, yeah yeah it's not like you can be like well all right I'm gonna reform med school right (laughs) like just you can't but it's so focused on the wrong things in my opinion it's so focused on the wrong things Like, the detail of stuff we learn is so unimportant. Mm -hmm. I get learning about general Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. but there's some details that are, like, we just did GI, and it was hilarious Mm -hmm. because I'm studying, and the things I'm saying as I'm studying, because I'll talk out loud a lot of times, Mm -hmm. I'm like, the amount of times I said diarrhea, the amount of times (laughs) I said anus, the amount of times I said colon, like, out loud... And it's just, like, so normalized to me, but I'm like, oh, this worm will come out of the anus and lay eggs on the butthole. So if you have an itchy anus, like, this is the worm you might have in your digestive system. Um, Like, I get learning general things about, you know, the clinical stuff, but I don't need to know how that worm that lays eggs on your butthole, like, mates within the body or like the different the tophosphere like the different stages of the larva that it goes through like that's just you just don't need to know the stages of larva or you know binary asexual replication versus sexual rep like there's just things Mm -hmm. that just are not important yeah so it's all very stupid yeah and that's how i feel and it just makes me think medical school is not it's just not the way it should be at all. And and then because you're so focused on, you know, these details, you're missing out mm-hmm. on really important information that I think should be taught that would be way more useful. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of health, like there's just greater picture mm-hmm. things in patient care. And we do have that type of stuff. But if we made it a little bit more balanced, focusing on certain topics than right. the details of worm sex then i <laughs> think we would be better off <laughs> yeah yeah that's so frustrating i feel like that i would that would be so hard for me to like endure and not like yes just to like keep doing it even though i know that it's like backwards yeah yeah it makes me so but. angry and it's it's nothing that i want to do anyway i i don't know why psychiatrists go through this i think it's so pointless yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense, actually. No. And it's just, it, if I feel like that's so much of our schooling 
in America and maybe in like most developed countries. I don't know. But it's just like even in like high school and elementary school, like even in regular school, like pre-college school, it's just like we learn a lot of stuff that we don't actually need and then we don't learn a lot of stuff that we actually do need. Yes, 100%. In life, you know, like, school is supposed to prepare us for life, and it's, like, right. why, like, I, like, why don't we learn more about how to do taxes? Yeah. Like, why don't we learn more about, like, how to communicate with each other? Like, how to be in yeah. a relationship with each other? Because that's, like, something that n- no one knows how to do, and it's such yeah. a skill. And it's, like, that's what I've been, like, working on in therapy for, like, years. And it's just, like, why isn't this something that we learn how to do? When yeah. we're, like, literally in the perfect environment for it. Like, we're surrounded by our peers. Like, that would be the perfect place yeah. to be, like, learning about how to communicate better. It really And, like, would. learning like, about, imagine like, learning how, how to fight with someone in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. Or, like, how to have conflict. Exactly. Like, yes. not, like, work conflict, but conflict with, like, someone you're close to, you know? Which yeah, is a very like different anyone. type of conflict than, like, dealing with a work problem where you can just be like, right. I don't really care about this person. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, we don't learn that at all. And then even just, like, practical things that are, even things that are, like, actually beneficial to capitalism, we still don't learn. Like, business yeah. stuff and, like, taxes and, like... Investing. You know, or, like, household stuff. Like, how do you, like, yeah. <laughs> you know like keep a household like it's just yeah investing like there's so many things that we just don't learn and then it's like we spend all this time learning like you know how to do like how to do math which Mm -hmm. is like if you were going into a field where you do need to learn about that then that would be helpful but like most of us don't do that yeah and it's like why are we spending so much time learning those things it doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, it doesn't. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> should we talk about some news in the One Direction world? Yeah. Should we talk about news and then a little bit about our concert last? Yeah. I also what do you need to, to hear with? about the concert. Well, I don't know. Maybe I need to hear about me and Kaylin haven't talked in a while. Um, no. And Caitlin went to Harry Ween, and I don't even know how that was. I know, right? I didn't go to both shows. I only went to one. I couldn't get tickets mm-hmm. to the other one. It was just really too expensive. Yeah. Wow. Any show that I didn't have tickets for, I haven't been able to get tickets. Ugh. They've just been way too expensive. So yeah, that's been upsetting. Um, yeah. yeah, but Harry Ween was amazing. Um, I also went to a different uh new york show again earlier in october because he went to new york so many times but i had had tickets already to both an earlier msg show and harry ween like i bought them back Mm. in whatever 2019 or whatever whenever they went on sale right Um, but uh yeah i went to both shows with my brother he lives in New York. We went out to dinner both times beforehand and then went together. And it was so much fun. The first time at MSG, we were on the floor. Um, we were mm-hmm. super close. And that was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And then the second time for um, Harry Ween, the stage setup was different. So it wasn't the um, circular stage. It was just kind of a, a, a regular stage setup where the stage is on one side of the arena. Um, oh, although right. the back seating was still available, so some people had like a blocked view. 
Um, but we were on the side right next to this stage, so we had really good seats, which is was also really exciting. Um, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, and then Harry's actually performing again in Long Island in five days, I think it is. And I've been monitoring the tickets. They're super Ooh. expensive right now, so I don't think we're yeah. going to be able to go. But I would love to mm-hmm. go to the last show with my brother. That would be really yeah. awesome. Is that like a new show that was added? Yeah, it was a new show that was added, and I think it's going to be the last one of this tour, at least for this time. But, like, tickets are in the 300s, and there's not that many left, so I either have to accept spending, like, a ton of money for bad seats or (laughs) probably not go. Yeah. Yeah. I was planning – so we went to the Vegas show, which was an absolute dream, and then I was planning to go to New York and go to, like, both Harry Ween nights with Caitlin and, like, visit her um, and have, like, do all of that. And then I was obviously planning to see him in Portland when he came. But I didn't get to do either <laughs> because I was too <laughs> depressed. Um, and then because I had to, like, take time off work, I, like, didn't have money. And it was a similar thing here. Like, I mean, obviously New York was a whole different thing because that would have been a lot more money to, like, take the time off and plane tickets and all that stuff but the show here it was a similar thing where I was like I was like maybe I'll try to go because I didn't have tickets for it but I was like maybe I'll get last minute tickets and just like go myself but I looked like the day of and like the cheapest ones that were anywhere I would want to sit were like just under four hundred dollars yeah and I just couldn't justify it because I'm like borrowing money to take time off work and it's like I can't I can't like justify to the people I'm borrowing money from, like, yeah. oh, by the way, <laughs> just spent $400 yeah. to go to a concert. That was the same thing so. with Boston. Like, Boston, same thing. The tickets were, I was in Boston, couldn't go to the Boston show because they were way too expensive. And the venue, mm-hmm. some people did put them back up on the venue website, but when I tried to click it, first of all, they were far away, so I was, like, kind of iffy. But then when I did decide mm-hmm. to try to get them, it wasn't working. And it looked like someone maybe had also grabbed them or something wasn't loading. Really? So so even when we're in the cities, like, it just it's just too crazy. I, I think you probably might do stadiums next time because mm. he's really I, selling I saw that rumor. Yeah. yeah yeah but of course then like you're way farther away unless you're on the floor <laughs> i know that's the downside of that yeah it does suck like the more like it's fun when when the artist you love gets more popular but then it's yeah. harder to see them <laughs> yeah yeah, and when like Taylor does an like a, a a what's it called, like a stadium, she's got so much production going on, like huge stage things mm. and you know giant snakes, and so even if you're far away, it still makes it like there's a lot to see, yeah, dancers right. and whatever. But Harry, I don't think is gonna do that, so it's not as much of a production, yeah. which is fine. But also like in a stadium, then it might feel a little smaller. Well, that's true because Harry's like very much, Harry's like a musician and he, his shows are very much like a band playing. Yeah. Which I think is yeah. why I love those, why I love his shows so much because it does yeah. feel like a band playing music and it's not like yeah. a typical pop star who has like all of the like right. pyrotechnics and, you know, yeah. s- stuff that goes along with the show. But maybe yeah. if he goes to stadiums, he would incorporate something like that. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. 
Also, or they filmed stay. it both Harry Ween shows. What did you say? Oh, I was just going to say, or he'll stay at the the venues he's currently at, and it'll just continue to be incredibly difficult to get the tickets. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, next time, like, I know, because I tried to do the pre-sale for the um, show that's happening in five days, and I just mm-hmm. did it with one account, because I was like, oh, you know, he's played a lot already, so maybe not as many people will be going, because he played, like, right. five shows in New York or something. But I should have done what I used to do, which is have every family member put their email in. So I have like, you know, a whole bunch of chances, but I only did one email and I was, I paid for it, you know, like, so next time again, we're going to have to have our own like four emails plus tons of emails from other people to try to at least get tickets or get a code because I didn't get a code at all. It was, it was like you, Mm -hmm. you're put on the waiting list for the code, which pretty much means you're not going to get anything. Right. So it's just so challenging. Yeah. Yeah, and I just it it was like the it was that thing too this year it was just so fucked up because it's like we got the tickets years in advance and it was like it was like hard to remember like what t- what tickets did we get? Like what tickets didn't we get? And then like yeah. we were in extra high demand because of the fact that like he didn't tour the year before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, I realized I didn't do my backup recording, so can you just double-check you are recording? <laughs> I am actively recording. I'm watching it. Okay, good. good. <laughs> I just checked mine, too. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know we forgot. We, f- we forget how to do this when we don't do it for six months. <laughs> I know. Wild stuff. Yeah. Sorry, what were recording. you saying? Oh, I was just saying, like, I forgot, like, what tickets I did and didn't have from yeah. from 2020, like, from 2019 and 2020. Like, I had gotten tickets to um, to see Brandy Carlisle at the Gorge Amphitheater for yeah. 2020. Um, and then, obviously, it got canceled. And I didn't realize that the show had been rescheduled for 2021. And so this summer... Um, I got an email like a week before the show being like, here's your, your like tickets or here's your reminder. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Cause I hadn't even noticed that it had gotten yeah. rescheduled and I couldn't go because it was not enough time to plan. Cause it was like four hours away. Right. Um, so I had to like get rid of my tickets, but like I, for- I, I forgot that I even had gotten those tickets and I hadn't bu- yeah. been funded for them. And then like, I couldn't remember if I had my Louis tickets were like refunded or transferred. And so I, en- I ended up have buying like three, three tickets like the same show for next year because I like <laughs> it's just like so confusing and complicated from yeah it really has been the and I know year. I've bought tickets and I've just like there's multiple concerts too that I bought the tickets not because they changed dates but because like whenever I got vaccinated I was like oh mm-hmm. now I'm going to be able to go to concerts let me buy tickets to a whole bunch of shows so I bought tickets for like yeah. Kesha and some other artists and then I just didn't want to go to the shows when they came around so I sold them luckily I think for everyone that I bought I was able to get my whole money back which is good really like I just sold them on Ticketmaster um Mm -hmm. but yeah the energy to go to concerts too like I didn't realize (laughs) I wouldn't have Mm. that in me (laughs) right (laughs) like yeah I'll travel to New York to see Kesha oh wait 
I don't want right. to use that energy. I just want to sit and do nothing. <laughs> right. Yup. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. Um, it does. And plan and planning and like and then yes. because of the pandemic too, it's like it's like a certain emotional energy that you have to be like prepared for. Right. Like I am one of those people. I like. I have like I'm like scared. I mean, I'm, I'm still being careful even though I'm vaccinated, but I also have, like, a fear, like, when people, when I'm out and people are unmasked, I, like, don't want them to get close to me. Like, yeah. I just have, like, this in- instinctual, like, you know, aversion to being close to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, a, it's, like, taxing. It's, like, mentally and emotionally taxing to, like, be, to, like, go somewhere where I know I'm going to be around a bunch of people. Yeah, definitely. And so it has to be, like, really worth it for me to be able to just yeah. ignore that. Yeah, definitely. Um, before I had said that the Harryween show was filmed, it was recorded, like mm-hmm. there were signs there. Um, so we can play the fun game again of will Harry put out right? a concert video or not? <laughs> oh my god. I would think he's going to, especially now that he's so big. Yeah. Like last I would time think he so wasn't too. as big I as mean, the only now. alternative is like yeah, the only thing I can think of is, like, he is, he's, like, thinking about the future. Like, he just wants to have, like, footage of everything so that, like, some yeah, you're t- so right. day in the future he can, like, make, like, imagine in, like, yeah. 10 years there's, like, a documentary yeah. of, like, and it's, like, we have all, and he has, like, all of this high-quality footage of yeah, stuff. That's true. You know? Or, like, promotional stuff where if he's promoting his next tour, he yes. has footage from this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be something like that. Yeah, maybe we'll get something this December once tour is over. <laughs> yeah, maybe. My fingers um, are crossed. I don't know if this matters or not, but there's um, I keep hearing some like musical notes in yeah. the background. <laughs> we have a wind chime outside where I'm sitting. Oh, that's what it is. So that's okay. what that is, and I'm not gonna move. <laughs> So. It's not like it's not like jarring or anything. I just didn't know if you knew okay, about good. it. Yeah, I heard it, but I <laughs> didn't know if it was picking up or not. <laughs> There's something like oddly dissonant about it. So, <laughs> but maybe maybe the listeners won't be able to hear it because I'm listening. Yeah. to you. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like they might be able to. Maybe. Um, so what else? Oh, Vegas? We didn't really talk about that. Should we talk about that? Let's yeah. Talk. I don't know what else there is to say. I don't remember. It's all a blur. <laughs> we got pizza. It a is lot. a blur. We did. Um well we could just talk about what we did. Yeah. If we remember. <laughs> that was the first show of tour. That's why it was the first show of tour. It was, um, so me and Caitlin went and my friend Shannon went and then, um, three of our podcast friends went. So Martha and Steph, um, and Mandy, um, and it was really fun to meet them in person. It was the first time, I guess it was the first time that I met any of our, like, listeners in person, yeah. Was uh, it really? Wow. Yeah. I've met I've so only, many I, like, listeners in person. I haven't. 
So it was, That's like, so really, really fun. And, like, Martha and Steph, I talked to quite a lot. So it's not – it was – it would, and we've done, like, Zooms together. So it wasn't, like – it was weird – it was a really weird – experience because it didn't really feel like I was meeting them for the first time but I was yeah <laughs> in person yeah um but it was so fun to see first time I met Mandy which was cool yeah Mandy came all the way from Alaska yeah she was to so Las cool. Vegas um yeah and we stayed at the MGM Grand um everything about the trip was wonderful except for the fact that um, the hotel in Vegas was full of, like, drunk straight people and, like, mm. frat frat guys. And it was, like, a holiday yeah. weekend. And it was, like, the first vacation that a lot of people were doing after COVID. And there was, like, a lot of people, like, ignoring the mask. There was, like, you're supposed to wear a mask in the elevator. But, like, a lot of people weren't doing it. And that did stress me out quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. And the amount of times men said creepy things to me or did creepy things yes! to me was outrageous. It was, it was so, so obnoxious yeah it was really so that part was was difficult and that's just that was just vegas um that was obviously not anything to do with harry um but that was the yeah that was like the only thing that was like really stressful about the trip but um yeah the rest of it was really fun and the harry show was amazing it was like i think it was definitely like one of the best shows I'd ever been to. I mean, partially the energy just of, like, seeing... It was, like, the first show a lot of people had been to since the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And and we had pit tickets, and it was that new pit, like, the, the 360 pit. And it was really interesting because we, like, we were in the pit, and we were maybe, like, I don't know, 15 20 feet away from the stage like we were really close to the stage and yet there was like four feet of space in front of us and a ton of space behind us like literally no one was crowding that's what i had been trying to explain to you guys when i was saying this is what it was like at taylor swift's too like if the pit is circular or broken up into smaller pieces or not just like a pit at a small venue like it's actually uh-huh. like, really nice yeah it was so fun it was so fun like we got to dance and like we didn't we weren't crowded by anyone but literally like harry would walk out onto like the catwalk of like towards where you were and we would be like so close to him yeah so close and everyone would run over which really pissed me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was this one guy who yelled at me because there was room in front of me yeah and he was like move up you're taking so much space oh yeah i am not trying to sardine myself into the crowd yeah like go find another place to stand dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah that was annoying but but yeah the show was amazing and the new um the new Band members were so good. They're um, they're amazing. They're amazing. They brought so much to the show. It literally felt like a different show with yeah. them there. Like it, in it a in a really good way. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Like Harry's band members last t- tour, they were mm-hmm. nice and everyone liked them, but they didn't bring any of their own personality really to the stage. Like you yeah. just saw them as, oh, Harry's band. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean the fan likes them a lot, but Band. But, like, these are performers. 
-hmm. Like, his band is now performing. And because that's started to be a thing, I think more of the members of the band feel like they can also be performers and be like, oh, wait, I'm an individual and I'm also performing and I'm also bringing a lot to the stage and it doesn't necessarily just have to be about Harry. Like, it has upped his game so much. Yeah, I totally agree. And they're active on yeah, social media and all this other stuff yeah. too, which makes it feel more personal and involved and not like they're just mm-hmm. backup people for Harry. It's like they're right. actually there, you know. Yeah. I Yeah, I remember one of the funnest things was like after we saw the show, um, the two, like the the two new, or actually, yeah, all the, all the new members were like posting on their stories like like they were reposting everyone's posts about them which is like this big like love fest it was so yeah like heartwarming and cute yes Um, yeah and i just and and i I believe it's polly who actually did all the like production music production what is it called when you set the the performance music yes i think polly did all the arrangements i want to say yeah yeah, and the arrangements were so good. It was just yeah. so good. And I feel like, as Caitlin said, Harry's band before were very much like, you know, like musicians. Like, they're, like, supporting Harry. And mm-hmm. with the new band, it feels like – it just feels like a show. Like, yeah. and it feels like they're all, like, you know, bringing, bringing – and, and it feels like they match Harry's energy. Like, yes. before it was kind of like Harry was, like, dancing around and, like, had this, like – this, like – you know, really fun, like, active, like, energy. And then, like, the band was kind of just, like, there in the background, you know, like, mm-hmm. playing music, playing music, playing instruments yes. for him. But this show felt like everyone was just, like, having so much fun. And, like, yeah. the other members of the band were, like, incur- like meeting Harry's energy, which then made Harry able, able to go even, like, be even, like, louder. And it just, yeah. like, it was such a good energy. I totally agree. Yeah, I'm really excited about his new band. And I don't know if it's this is going to be a thing where they keep swapping people out or whatnot, but now there's high expectations. Right. Like, they better Super bring whoever they get yeah. next. And I've, I heard yeah. Harry responded to some fan that he's touring maybe Europe next year or something. So I don't know what that's oh, going to really? bring. But yeah, apparently it was a, a fan who asked in the audience and he said next year. Interesting. Yeah. Is there is there a thunder happening where you are? There's a plane, I think. <laughs> oh, weird. I'm not so using loud. the same. Oh my gosh, I can see what it looks like on the, the audio. It, looks, it literally looks huge. Um, I'm not. It literally using, sounded like thunder. <laughs> I'm not using my microphone because I left it in Boston. So I'm just using um, the computer mic because that's better than the AirPods. Yeah. Um, so it's really picking up some sounds of the outside, y'all. But this is where we're yeah. at right now. So, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of other like notable. I mean, there's so many notable things. Like we really wanted to record like right after the show so we could have it like fresh in our minds. But we just like didn't have time. And so I'm sure there's so many things that I'm just not remembering right now. Yeah. That were like no- notable and fun. I mean, I mean, I got we got all the songs like hearing them live for the first time, like hearing yeah. hearing Cherry live for the first time was so so good. Special and 
being able to be that close. Like, I haven't been that close to Harry before. Yeah. Um, that was, like, really fun. And, and yeah, the whole energy was really fun. And then we went uh, we went on the Lazy River in our hotel, and that was really fun. That was the best day. <laughs> you remember that? It was we so fun. After the day after hours. the concert. I think we yeah. were in the Lazy River for four hours. Yeah. It was <laughs> going so around good. and around. <laughs> and we weren't in a tube. We were just in our own yeah. bodies. <laughs> just floating floating around the river. But yeah, that was really fun. And then we also went to this place called Meow Wolf, which I was obsessed oh, with. Yeah. It was like it was like this art installation, but it was kind of like a jungle gym for adults. It kind yeah. of and it slash it was just so museum slash cool. art museum. Yeah. If you ever go to Vegas, I would highly recommend going to Meow Wolf. Yeah, um, we went yeah to it was a really show. fun time. Yeah, we went to Magic Mike, which yeah. was fun, but also strange. <laughs> it was very weird. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about it. But I feel like this isn't a Magic Mike podcast, so I'll save that <laughs> for another time. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we got. Oh, saw, also like, fa- fountains. The fountains. Oh yeah, we did. That was I really liked the fountains. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Um, I was gonna say on the Halloween shows, Harry performed medicine, and he performed Toxic by Britney Spears. I don't even want to hear about that because I'm so sad. <laughs> I saw people talking about that and I was like, no, I'm not even absorbing that information. It is yeah. completely unfair that I missed that. Are you it kidding? It was so good. I really, really loved it. I was sad, though, that I missed the Dorothy outfit because he wore the Dorothy outfit the night before. Oh. I went to the one where he was wearing a clown outfit. Oh, wow. I, I like, yeah. literally can't believe that you got medicine. That's so... I know. That's so unfair. <laughs> I know. I wish I had, like... Maybe I don't wish I had known, because it was a great surprise. But, like, I did not... Yeah. I could not sing along as easily as I used to sing along to medicine. Like, I used to know really? every freaking word. And a lot of it came back to me, but not in the most... Yeah. Like, I didn't know it as well. So there was a lot of times oh. where I didn't know what I was saying. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How fun was it, though? Like, were you, were you, like, so surprised? Yeah, because, like, I guess probably the night before, people had been asking for him to play medicine or something. Because it seemed, like, the whole crowd throughout the whole show was screaming medicine. Like, way earlier in the show, they were chanting medicine. And my Mm -hmm. brother and I were trying to figure out what they were chanting. We thought they were chanting Madison, who was the opener. (laughs) Because Madison Cunningham opened as well as, yeah. uh, what's his name? Um, but then we realized it was medicine. So I think it was like they had been asking for him to perform medicine the night before, too. And eventually, oh. during the encore, he did. So there must have been, like, a wow. thing. But I hadn't been following that. So yeah. I was surprised. I don't remember what your question was. I think I just rambled. <laughs> that was my question. How was it? Like, okay. was it shocking? Oh, yeah. Was it yeah, it was really was good. good. And Toxic was so fun. How did he do it? Was it like, was it like reinvented or was it like very much like the original? Um, I honestly don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was similar, but I don't really remember. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he had the audience singing a lot of it. I think at one point it was like hard for his voice to like get up where it was. <laughs> um, oh yeah, like the taste of it. Like it goes pretty high. Um, it really does. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was really fun. I knew I was like when I was going to the Halloween shows after he wore the Dorothy outfit. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, he's either saved the best costume for the 31st <laughs> or he put on the best costume when his girlfriend was there, Olivia oh. Wilde, because she went back to LA for the 31st to probably trick or treat with her kids. So she was there on the 30th. So he wore right. the best costume with his girlfriend, which I understand, <laughs> but also, come on, I wanted to see Dorothy. So I thought, oh, maybe he'll yeah. have an even more spectacular outfit. But then the clown outfit, right. we, we didn't even know what he was for a while. Couldn't figure it out. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And were people dressed up in the audience? Did you dress up? Um. Yeah, there were a lot of people dressed up. And it was fun because lots of people were wearing different outfits Harry's worn. So they were like the ballerina Harry or, you know, like oh, the yeah. different award show Harry's or... What he wore on Ellen Harry or whatever. Um, right. Um, I just wore a spider, a t-shirt with a spider on it. And I had this bag <laughs> that had um, like a sparkly fang mouth, like a vampire mouth. Um, and then my brother dressed up as, um, what's his name from Queen? I keep forgetting his name every time I tell this story. Uh, Freddie Mercury? That's the one. <laughs> um, my brother oh, dressed fun. up as Freddie. Yeah, as Freddie Mercury. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I've never really dressed up um, like for Halloween since I was in high school. Yeah. Um, when I still trick-or-treated, like I trick-or-treated all through high school. <laughs> my friends and I just, we really, we really milked it. Um, yeah. But then I haven't been to any parties or anything, so I don't really know about that so much the dressing up thing but so I yeah didn't. but I still had a really good right. time and there were a lot of people dressed up the effort that people go to like really impressive yeah yeah that's good mm-hmm. yeah we'll see what happens next year I hopefully next year will be better because yeah this Halloween I literally didn't do anything were you just at home yeah like I didn't even acknowledge that it was happening mm mm-hmm. Because I just did, yeah, it was too. I was like, what am I yeah. going to do? Yeah. And then the year before, also similar, it was similarly, you know, right in the beginning of the pandemic. So, yeah. Next year will be redeeming. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also like, it's kind of um, hopeful that he did perform medicine because that means it's not like done. It's not like gone yeah. from the catalog. Like now there's a chance yeah. that he may play it again at any point. We yeah. just don't know. That's true. And if they recorded like, it on Halloween, oh, yeah. then maybe we'll get a better quality version. Yeah. Have you had, do you, have you listened to any of like the recording, like audience recordings from that concert? Um, I, I know we were sent one. I don't remember if I listened to it yet or not. Mm. Yeah. I haven't, like, been – it's – yeah. I I need to see. I wonder if there's any good ones. Oh, my dog's trying to get in the door. Oh, Riley! <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, if, if they did it professionally, that would be good. Obviously, I still want the studio version. Hold on. Let me go get oh, my dog. Oh, my God. You talk, okay. you talk for a minute. <laughs> okay. 
Um, this is really funny because normally I'm the one that has dogs being loud in the background, but today um, I don't have any client dogs right now, and so it's quiet over here, but Caitlin has three dogs. Awesome. <laughs> problems. <laughs> yeah, they're being bad. Well, it's because I left them in the kitchen, and then someone opened the gate so that they could get back into this room. So he's oh, banging I see. on the door. So really not my fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, anywho, maybe medicine will get a good version if he ever releases whatever footage he yeah. took. Yeah, well, because I, I had kind of thought like maybe that's just in the vault now. Like he's never gonna do that again. But now that he has yeah. done it again, it's like clearly People he's can not make him. People can request it, so he he truly should just it. do it every encore. It's one of the if people were to list their top five songs they want Harry to perform live, I think medicine yeah. would be there. I agree. Like it's a mistake for him not to perform it, and it was a mistake for him never to release the freaking studio version. Yeah, like, it really, it really was. It really was. I'm not sure why that happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's got to be one of the biggest fan favorite songs there is. Yeah. 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 Um, Do you have anything else to say about the concerts, or should we move on? Um, Let's move on. I don't have anything else uh, right now. Okay, so in more Harry news, Harry released his nail polish slash skin company called pleasing skin now we're not reporting yes skin care skin Skin. he's selling skin harry would release Uh, a skin company he would and people would laugh that shit up um yeah we're not reporting on this like you know we're just giving our opinions but yeah he released a skin uh skin and nail polish Ah, whatever (laughs) brands and yeah it's very expensive it's like 65 dollars for some a couple nail polishes Mm-hmm. He has what, like four nail polishes or something, and some of them you can buy on their own. Some of them you can only get if you get like the sixty-five dollar package. And then he's got mm-hmm. some like face serum slash ones for the eyes, one sides for the face, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the sort of brand we've been seeing, and he's been wearing merch from it. But now we're seeing what it is. What's yeah. your take on it all? Well, um. At first, I was, like, at first I saw it, and I kind of had a little bit of a, like, immediate negative reaction to it, because yeah. for me, it came out of the blue, because I hadn't really been following stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, why is, like, why, like, what is this about? Like, is this just, like, a money grab kind of situation? Um, but then I actually looked at it, and, I, and it actually seems, like, um, like, really well thought out, mm-hmm. um, and... And I do appreciate, I do appreciate, like, the, um, the way that they did it. Like, they, like, they, they seem to try to choose, like, diverse models and, um, also, like, the, their stuff about, um, like, all of their, like, about, you know, how the, how the stuff was made and sold and stuff. Like, 
I do appreciate that they're like trying to do it well, you know, like mm-hmm. like they're into it, like, like you know sustainability, and... being yeah sustainability and like ethical like ethical finding ethical yeah. like production sources and like cruelty free and like all of that stuff. Um, and it's like one of those things where whenever you see stuff like this, it's like it's like you know, well, are they just doing this because you know, um they know that they're going to be received better that way, but it's like, that's fine. <laughs> At least they're doing it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I, so that made me feel a little bit, bit better about it. I think personally, like I wasn't like, oh my God, I need this stuff because I think skincare stuff, like I already, like I'm kind of particular about that. And then na- the nail polish I would buy, but like the bottles just weren't, and the colors just weren't that appealing to me. Like I already mm-hmm. have, all these colors of nail polish and like the way that like the top is like this big ball like it just wasn't like my yeah exact that comes aesthetics. off by the way I was very confused I was oh, like it does. why would you want to hold that <laughs> yeah. <off. laughs> uh yeah so I, I I'm I I think it's very cool but like a lot of stuff Harry has done I've been like oh my god that that's so cool I need it and this stuff I've kind of been like this is cool but I, I don't really want any of it myself yeah yeah, I think I've definitely had mixed feelings, too. I have uh-huh. loved the jokes going around, and I was thinking of them myself, and then I, you know when you have a thought, and you're like, I want to see other people with my same thought? So yes. I put into Twitter, Harry Capitalism. <laughs> Those two words, and there's, uh-huh. it's joyful reading. It's joyful reading it. Is it? Um, oh, I should do that. I haven't done that. Yeah, but people are like, Ah, Harry's coming to his capitalist era. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I, yeah, I certainly feel that. Um, Mm. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, with merch, I'm usually like, oh, I need it, or I want some of it, depending. But I don't feel any need to get any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm, you definitely, like, I'm wondering if the prices are because it's so sustainable and ethically sourced, or if... You know, they're also just really high. The positives, mm-hmm. I know that this company has also been a big project for a lot of women that Harry works with, like Molly Hawkins, mm-hmm. who's his creative director for a lot of his, um, like for his, what's it called? For his stage performance, like she's the creative director of his tour. She does, she's been working with him, music videos, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's really at the helm of this. So like, you know, it's Harry's project, but it's also the project of a lot of other people who've really worked hard on this. And yeah, um, like it's a big part of their career too. So like acknowledging that it's not just a Harry thing, like this is a big mm-hmm. success for a lot of women that he works with, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, and I like that they're trying to be good and diverse and I think the videos mm-hmm. are cool and they've been posting things about the photographer and yeah it seems too like it's a company that's an overarching company that they're gonna take it whatever the way they want you know yeah. like th- some of the descriptions talking about the company was like yeah we might not just stick to like skincare and nail we're gonna just do whatever yep. we want at the time <laughs> that so like who yeah. knows what we're whatever gonna get whatever is this. pleasing to us exactly yeah like it could become a clothing line which i would definitely be way more interested in yeah yeah i guess i also don't use skincare i've been getting my nails done professionally like right i don't know 
Yeah. yeah. I, I the thing I think too some of the stuff that was like ah, was like the dazed interview that went along with this release. Like the pictures that came with it were amazing. But some of the stuff uh-huh. Harry said about the company, I was like, what are you talking about, Harry? Um, I haven't like actually read qu- that yet. I haven't read it either, but I've seen a lot of the quotes and I've pulled it up. One of them was okay. um, him t- talking about the company who said, I also think that what this can become is so much more than just products you can buy. I think it's about giving and giving back. I am blessed to have fans who are so supportive of me, who believe in freedom and who have created this safe space for each other. Pleasing is really for them. That feeling of community is kind of what we would like pleasing to reflect. And I just don't know if this, sense. if this company giving back is to the, who? the fans, right? Like I don't That's get us that. giving There's to you. We're giving you disconnect, money. <laughs> right? <laughs> like if I knew that this company was putting all the money, like it was a nonprofit situation, or all the proceeds yeah. were going to different things, that would be different. But I don't believe it is. No. So I do I think, worry that Harry yeah. might be reaching that point of wealth where he's going to ha- he's going to start like just completely losing touch. <laughs> Cuz you can't be like you can't be like incredibly wealthy. Like there's a certain amount yeah. of wealth that once you reach, I think you just yeah. don't you just you can't you're yeah. not a normal person anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I think there's some of that and in this just some of the stuff Harry talks about, about where, where does he, like, um, he talks about happiness. He talks about, like, if everything were to fall away at this point, mm-hmm. like, he would be okay and, like, he wouldn't be scared of it. I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to find the quote because I don't want to miss. Oh, here. Uh, there was a time when I was younger and I was in the band when I would have been afraid for everything to have stopped. I didn't necessarily know who I was if I wasn't in the band. Now the idea of people going, we don't like your music anymore, go away, doesn't scare me. <laughs> I think there was a time when it did. It gives me the freedom to kind of go, great, I'm not working from a place of fear. I'm working from a place of wanting to work stuff out and try different things. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see if there's anything else. Um... Yeah, I don't know. There's other there's other stuff. But and he talked about meditating. It was just like kind of a little bit of a disconnect for me. Not in a bad mm. way, not that he said anything wrong. Yeah, but, but just he's like I, yeah. he's evolving. He's yeah, evolving and well, as a person. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe it's because I'm in a well, bad place maybe, in my life that it's hard to see well, other it's also, people. It's doing the disconnect. Well. It's the disconnect of like the reason like there's the there's obviously the social aspect of like of like you know being feeling more comfortable with who you are and being able to let go of like if people you know if how many people care about you or like you anymore like that's good but the disconnect is that like the reason he feels like that is because he's at this place of financial success he doesn't have yeah. to worry about it if everything dropped away he right. would be okay yeah like he's he's like incredibly rich and successful so it's like easy when you're rich and successful to be like i think i don't care anymore you know yes if i lose this like i can kind of do whatever i want and it's and it's not that it's not that there might not be other reasons why that's true but i feel like and i haven't read this whole interview so maybe he talked about this and i didn't see it but the disconnect is being is not saying is not including that like like saying that and then not adding like 
right. you know, by the way, I know yeah. that I'm really lucky to be able to have this thought because yes. I am so incredibly rich and successful that I can yeah. say that and feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like another line he says, I've unlocked the ability to be myself completely unapologetically. And I think, oh, damn. Like, I yeah, I'm sure if I was. Myself. Like, I'm not there. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, I see. But, it's, but, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. also like. I'm also like, but how he has, you know, to to feel unapologetically yourself, he has so much mm-hmm. power, respect, yeah. you know, he can wear what he wants because he gets respect, but if someone else yeah. might wear what they want, you know, yeah. that's, they don't have that same, right? I don't know. It, it's just, but obviously that part is not bad. It just makes me no. feel some type of way about where I am on my journey <laughs> myself I guess. right I don't really know yeah 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 I think it is I think that there is there is a disconnect in terms of maybe where we are in our own lives but also I think it is <laughs> that thing too of like of like yeah I mean if I was a millionaire and I had like the entire world was in love with me and I right. was in three movies and I was selling out huge venues and I was a big success. Like, I would also feel, like, pretty good yeah. about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't even have to be that big. Like, even he's just – he has – you know, he has those basic, like, psychological things where you, you're supposed to have, like, the feeling of belonging to be happy. You have to have mm-hmm. the feeling of, like, competency, of autonomy – like basic mm-hmm. fundamental things where mm-hmm. I just don't have any of those in my life. I don't mm-hmm. have them, you know. Yeah. And he has them, and he has them in in buckets full, you know. As you were mm-hmm. saying, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much of it is me being bitter versus it's also true that he has power and wealth and money and you yeah. know all the these things and in relationships and great friendships and romantic things and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. both can be true like I think we yeah. can feel jealous and bitter because we we want those things too but also it can be true that like there is a reason that he is able to have all those things you know yeah. it's just like there's a there's a lot of conversation there's always been a lot of conversation about like when when Harry does stuff that you know when he does stuff that are that is like breaking the gender binary or mm. you know like queer queer adjacent stuff and there's a lot of like praise and then there's always a lot of talk about like you know well Harry as like a as like you know this this cis white man who's like you know uh has a lot of privilege and power like he is able to do this kind of stuff when you know other like marginalized people have been doing it for a long time and like get you know a lot of a lot of like negative reactions yeah. you know from doing the same thing so it's just like that kind of concept like it's not yeah it's not necessarily that it's like harry shouldn't be doing that or that it's like not good that he feels good about himself or like he shouldn't be doing that stuff it's just more of like it's just more of like the the disconnect of like sometimes the way he acts about it is like right. as if he's not fully aware of like all right. of those things yeah. And I think he's I think he is to an extent, you know, he has said he has he has had times of like acknowledging his privilege and like ev- even in the, in the situation of like with his band, like we we used to talk a lot about how like about how like Harry really needs to bring black musicians into his band, like, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Like we want to see that and he did that, you know, this year 
which has been great. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know. Yeah. I think he, he probably tries, but. Sorry, I was dealing I think... with the dog situation, but I was like 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is, it is, it does start to sound like, you know, when they're taught, when, when people are, you know, starting a brand and they're talking about meditating and it does start to sound yeah. a little bit like, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. territory. It's, <laughs> no, it's not even his fault, but like at the same no. time, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah no like, it's, i'm it's so not. happy that you're meditating and feel so good about yourself i will just continue <laughs> to be sad in medical school until i can find competency <laughs> and belonging and autonomy in 10 years from now yeah yeah um but the pictures from this were gorgeous his nipples right on the cut cover staring at us mm-hmm um, love that outfit. It looks so cool. He's got these bell-bottom purple pants on in this, like, weird peephole shirt. Um, yeah, this I mean, was, this is shocking. It's this, this picture, his nipple is staring you right in the eye. I love it. <laughs> and then you can also see one of his extra nipples down at the bottom. Yes, that too. This whole photo shoot was, like, I want to say it's, like, the most artsy and weird stuff he's worn. Like, he's taken it to a yeah. next level. I um, saw a tweet that was along with the green the green sweater outfit, and someone posted mm-hmm. that and said, at what point is he just making fun of gay people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw one that was, like, of that same outfit that was, like, um, something about like a, a divorcee w- wife person like stealing her <laughs> husband's money or something to that effect <laughs> in that yeah. outfit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that green outfit is something else. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. These definitely cross over into the weird artsy <laughs> category. Yeah. Yeah, like the one where he's doing like the squat. Yes. <laughs> and this kind of, whenever I see shit like this, it reminds me of those things. Like, there's this, like, uh, there's this TikTok series. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, a bunch of things that do this. But it's, like, it's, like, is it a, is it a look or or is she just skinny? <laughs> and it's, like, right, it's, yes, like, taking, yeah. like, outfits seen on, like, people who are, like, really thin, who, who like, are, like, praised, like, oh, look at this fashion and this style. And it's, like, yeah. it's, like, is this actually a look a fashionable look or is it just that this person is super thin um and i feel like similarly about some of these yeah some of i mean they're definitely more artsy than like i think of another magazine where we had i think a similar reaction those were more Mm -hmm. fashionable sexy this is like trying to be weird and make you uncomfortable yeah and it succeeded yes Uh, he looks great the polka dot tights really do it yeah I really like the ones where he's in this like big coat and Mm, like the top hat the the frill yeah that's really fun yeah the squat one really disturbs me (laughs) the sock like the shoes the socks the pose the way he's staring I don't like any of it (laughs) Yeah, it's really. 
really something. His hair looks amazing. This is like, so I feel like this is like the monster you would see if you had like sleep paralysis or something. <laughs> sleep paralysis monster. This, this, this Harry just standing in the corner of your room staring at you. Yeah. I like the little one with like the ripped, like it almost reminds me of like Grease or something. Not that I've seen that movie. Um, mm. oh, I've lost the freaking thing. Um, like he's got like ripped sleeves. He looks like he's doing some dance pose. I mean, he looks like that in all of these. But he's grabbing his face, like a suit, a deconstructed suit situation. I right. Like that pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His freaking arm is huge. Like, yeah. oh my. I know. Well, one of the weird things I was trying to figure out, because when I first saw these pictures, especially the one, the first one with the, like, purple pants, I was like, why does his face look so different? Like, he looks really different to me. And I think um, uh, someone said that maybe he, like, darkened his beard or something. Or, like, I don't know. They did some kind of, like, either some heavy makeup or heavy Photoshop, and his face looks... does look really different. Smaller, like this does not look like his Harry. His head is smaller. There's something odd yeah, he looks, about it. He looks he looks much smaller than he normally does. And I'm yeah. not sure if that's like if they were like trying to go for okay. like if they were trying to make it like strange or if they were trying to make him more mm. feminine or like yeah. what the angle was. But it's definitely yeah. like his face is heavily photoshopped and it's in a in a way that I can't understand what they were going for. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand it at all. And it's not in all of the pictures, but that cover picture doesn't really look like him. No, it doesn't. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, It's it's almost like, um, it almost is like a little uncanny valley. What is that? I'm closer. Um, Uncanny Valley is, like, the, um, the, like, concept of, like, when something looks human, but you can tell that it's not, Mm. and it gives people, like, a fear. It's, like, a, it's, like, a instinctual fear that we have of things that, like, look human-like, but aren't, but we can tell that they're not human. There's something a little Uncanny Valley about this photo. (laughs) It's so true. And I think it's because I know what Harry looks like because I've been staring yeah. at his face for many, many years, and this does not look <laughs> like that same face. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks when he sees that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a weird shot. You know how sometimes there's a photo of you right. and you're like, that is not me. <laughs> like, what? I'm doing some yeah. angle or facial expression that's really right. not me. Yeah. His eyebrows like you can look obviously like maybe too tell. cleaned up. Maybe, yeah. And like you can obviously tell it's hairy, but there's something <laughs> off about it. <laughs> Just something a little <laughs> uncanny. <laughs> yeah. Like his neck is like too long and his head is too small. His head is too like his jaw. It's like his jawline is really narrow. Yeah, yes, yes. And then his hair yeah. is kind of big compared to his face. I don't know, <laughs> man. Yeah. I feel like I need to look up another picture of him and then look at them side by side. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, okay. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it is the jawline. Mm. It's either yeah, it's the angle or the Photoshop or the makeup, but they made his yeah jaw much more narrow than it is in mm-hmm. real life. What a cool cover picture, though. I really like it. Yeah, it's very cool. Um. All right. Anything else about this? Or shall we move on? Um, let's move on. All right. Next topic is the Eternals movie. This one, this was one of those situations where it's really hard being in a fandom, knowing things, and then the public finds out things, and you're like, yeah, we've known. And, like, you don't know how to shove it in their face because you just, you don't have anyone's face to shove it in. Uh-huh. But, you, you know, like, so yeah. the Eternals thing, we've been talking about that for so long. Yeah. And then it was confirmed officially by a leak that happened, like, someone tweeted something they weren't supposed to. Uh-huh. But it's like, and then on Millennial, this other podcast, they were talking about how this big surprise was leaked. And I'm like, No. We've known Harry was going to be in Marvel for so long. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm not I making do. my point right. But it was no, annoying. I, no, I know what you're saying. And yeah. then everyone was like, oh, yeah. so-and-so leaked. It's like, no. If you knew, we knew. So it's not brand mm-hmm. new information. But mm-hmm. obviously it's confirmed that who Harry's character is. So he's this character, Star Fox, in mm-hmm. The Eternals, who's... What's his name's brother? Thanos's brother, which is hilarious, because Thanos mm-hmm. was like a blue person. <laughs> oh, okay, I haven't seen any of these films. Okay, yeah, I've been seeing like the past, like the recent ones that have come out in the past maybe five years. Um, right. Yeah, Thanos. I want to say they've got to be some sort of half brothers because Thanos was like a giant who's blue, and Harry does not appear that way mm. in the movie. Um, but his right. character is supposed to be like the love, the god of like love and sex. He's playing Eros, okay. Star Fox, Eros. and we only get we only get he's not in a lot of it, right? It's like he, it's like he's yeah, like a minor he's in character. the after credit scene. So what Marvel does right. with movies is they sort of preview the next movie after all the credits have gone. They have a little scene at the oh. end that kind of like tells you what's coming next, type of thing, and gets Wait. you excited. So does that mean he's going to have a bigger role in the next one? Likelihood is yes. And I saw rumors that he's signed on for like five movies. So we might even be getting Harry's own movies. Like we don't know what it's going to look like. But. Oh my God. So they've kind of ended with Marvel. I'm not a huge Marvel person. Like I don't know that much, but I've been getting into it. And Marvel kind of ended their previous era of characters, which had like all the Avengers in it and. Mm -hmm. Um, like Captain America and like that was a big era and that kind of ended and now there's like a new era of characters coming to into play um, which is all like the Eternals characters and um, some of the more recent movies that have been happening and Harry might is seeming to be a part of that new era so it's very exciting there's many possibilities and based on what the director said um, she really decided to have this character in the Marvel series because she met Harry 
and she thought oh. they were a perfect fit. Like the character wouldn't have made it if it hadn't been like it was it was simultaneous that like Harry oh, and wow. this character lined up because she felt he was That's so really much cool. this character and embodied him so much. So it's very exciting. Yeah. That is really exciting. I love that. I would love that would be so cool if he had his own movie. Like Yeah. And the other thing too that is funny is that like because we've been talking about all these movies that Harry's in for so long, but we haven't actually seen any of them. Yeah. It's like it's really weird because I feel like, oh yeah, Harry's like an actor now. Like very much so. Except yes. we've only seen him in like one movie. Yes. It is right? very like weird. Dunkirk is the only film he's been in and I could only bring myself to watch that once because I hate war movies. Yeah. Um so I barely like remember that. And so it's like there's all these movies that Harry's in but like we still haven't really seen him act yet. <laughs> yes. You're so right. Like he's been in one movie. Like we movie. don't really know if he's even yeah. the, like is he going to be a good actor or not. Right. I mean I'm sure he is, but like we still like, don't he's know. He's like one of the now like most sought after actors except he hasn't been in yeah. anything we've seen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is, um, I found what um, the director said. Um, her name is Chloe Zhao. Um, and she's mm-hmm. the one who, she won, what did she win for? Uh, she won a, an Oscar recently for some oh. movie. Um, and like we had seen her wear Treat People With Kindness shirt like months and months and months ago. Anyways, she said, Harry as Eros was very much a package deal for me. I pitched the idea of the Pip the Troll, whatever, and Eros to Kevin a while back and love the idea of exploring an internal who is beyond Titan and who may have influenced Thanos throughout the same, the same, through the years, the same way internals influenced us, Earthlings. Um, And then it wasn't like I suggested Arrow and let's go find actors. I kept tabs on Harry since Dunkirk. I thought he was very interesting. After meeting him, I realized he is that character. The same way I cast the rest of my cast. There's so much of Eros in him. For me, if he says yes and Kevin says yes, then it's a go. And I'm happy, very happy they both did. Wow. Yeah. And um, there's, like that... there's no release date on this movie, right? No. But the Eternals one came out, so I want to see it maybe today. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, more movies, I don't know which ones he would be in. I don't think they've filmed yet, so probably not for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's very exciting. And now that I am getting into Marvel, like, it would be really cool if he's in them. Yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to watch a few of them and see if I can get into them so that I'm prepared. Yeah. yeah. You should watch the Spider-Man ones because those have Zendaya in it and she's awesome. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a good yeah. tip. Um, speaking of movies, we got a release date for Don't Worry Darling and a trailer. Yes. Um, Don't yes. Worry Darling will be released 9-23-2022, so next fall. So we still have a, just less so than a year. So far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still a while away. No release date on uh, My Policeman yet. Don't know when that's coming. Um, yeah. Do you remember the little trailer clip we got and what your reaction was to it? Um, I don't. It was so long ago that we got it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was long ago. It was in September. 
Yeah. It's and a we lot had already of... talked. We had gotten one that we talked about, right? And then there was a second one that got released? No, this was the first trailer. Wait, really? We And we've never talked about it? Yeah. <laughs> That's so strange because I really have a distinct memory of talking about... We about may have trailer. talked about it, but not on the podcast. That's so weird. Yeah. Are you sure that there's not two? I mean, I don't think so. Anyways, it's mostly it, Florence who plays Harry's wife. I guess Harry's if it came wife. out... I guess if it came out in September, we obviously wouldn't have talked about it because we yeah. recorded last in June. Yeah, maybe we just talked about it in per- like together or like over yeah. like a group chat or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um. Yeah, I remember like uh, I'm watching it now on silent. Oh yeah, there's like a little sex scene. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's a make-out scene with Harry and Florence. And, oh wait, I accidentally turned my sound off. Were you saying anything? Um, I said there was like a make-out scene between Florence and Harry. Yes. Or whatever yeah. it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I it seems very creepy. Scene, but obviously like, it wasn't that, but it might. it looked like it was about to be that. Yeah, it's unclear if she had... It didn't look like she had a shirt on, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very spooky. Um, yeah, it looked very creepy. And I think it's Florence's voice. She's singing in the background. I don't have the sound on, but from what I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks good. It definitely looks creepy. It's not a movie I would probably typically see because I am terrified of scary movies. <laughs> but we're doing it for Harry. We really are. Yeah. I like, so I'm really into suspense and, like, thriller. I hate, like, typical scary movies. I don't like really scary movies, like, um, anything that has, like, gore or anything with, like, horror or anything that's, like, about, like, women being murdered. <laughs> like, I yeah. like that. But I love, like, mystery, suspense, like, thriller. So I think that this might actually be very up my alley. Oh, that's good. Like, the right kind of yeah. scary for me. Yeah, that's good. I think, yeah. like, hopefully I'll be able to take myself out of the scariness a little bit because, like, I'm looking at Harry and, like, Florence yeah. and, like, them both. And, like, we've seen all the behind-the-scenes stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see, though. Yeah. We'll see. Um, In, like, nine months. Yeah. <laughs> In a long nine time months. from now. Um, the next thing I have is Harry album rumors. So there's been rumors that Harry's putting his album out in the new year. So like January, February, March time. And like we might get a new Mm -hmm. single in January. And Harry was seen doing an interview with Zane Lowe, who does those Apple music interviews. Um, He did one for his last album. Apparently Adele went in and did one with Zane Lowe and then Harry was seen going in and doing one with Zane Lowe. Um, So that's pretty good evidence that something's coming. I don't know how early Mm -hmm. in advance they do those interviews, but I can't imagine they would do it without Mm -hmm. Harry having his album, right? Like, yeah, no, they wouldn't. It would have, it would have to be complete. Yeah. Um, Because that's what they, yeah, usually talk about. Or, like, mostly complete or whatever. I don't know. 
How ready are you for a new album? I feel like Fine Line came out both recently, but also a really long time ago. Same. Like, it's that dual situation. Because, like, the pandemic, it hit, hit right before the pandemic. So it's, like, weird to be, like, we've been in this pandemic for two years. We haven't quite yet hit two years, but... <laughs> Almost. That's definitely weird. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But also, like, I'm always down for more music. Like, that's very exciting. But I, I think I also yeah. get worried, like, there's a fear of, oh, it won't be good, or I won't like it, or, you know... Right. Somehow it'll... Whatever, but... Yeah, definitely right. it would be exciting to get new Harry music and, like, see what direction he's going to take it in. Is he going to continue to do sort of, like, Adore You type, like, more, like, pop, mm-hmm. radio-ready, fun, funky stuff? Will it go in a different direction? Like, what are we going to get? I don't really know. Yeah. Like, will he work with different producers this time? Did he work with, you know, mm-hmm. some of his band members at all? Was it the mm-hmm. same people? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns. But yeah, I think I'm. How are you feeling? I think I'm ready. Like, I feel like Fine Line came out so long ago. Yeah. And and now that I've like seen it, I've seen it in concert. uh, I'm like ready for a new album. (laughs) Yeah. I'm ready for a new album. It's it's been a while, and I just I think it would be really fun to see where he's at now musically and creatively. Um, yeah yeah I would love I would love it if there was a new album coming out soon yeah and like what will the themes of the song be like Fine Line had a lot of like breakup songs but like yeah was Harry in love during the writing of this album like are we gonna right. get like a really full of love song or will it have pandemic vibes or what like I yeah don't know. yeah there's a lot to think it out but I think it would make sense I mean it's always that thing with Harry where like we said this before where like he's just one of those people that just does a lot and there's been times when it seems like oh there's there's no way he's like you know doing x y and z because he's like so busy doing all this other stuff but then it turns out he Mm -hmm. is yeah like he has three movies going he has three movies going he has he's touring like He's launching this brand. He's just very busy. He really is. And, like, likely touring the world next year, too. I don't know how that will fit in with an album release. Like, will he just add the songs into the next tour? Would it be a different tour? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Or will he tour and then release the album, like, you know, later in the year? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I want to know all that. to contemplate. It would just be fun to think about and, like, look forward. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Definitely. And that's always the funnest time, like, speculating. Yeah, definitely. What what kind of music is going to be? What is the, like, aesthetics going to be? Like, it's just a fun time. Yeah. Music video stuff, like. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's at a whole new level now since like two years ago. He's just so much more right? famous. So he really is. Really, it's like what 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 might we get <laughs> this time around? You know, yeah. Now and the last album release was just level. so. 
Yeah, and it was so fun. Like, there was all the stuff with, like, a Rhoda, which was just, like, the best thing yeah. ever. There was, like, yeah. uh, we got, like, watermelon sugar, which was, like, so fun. And then yeah. just, like, so many of the songs on the album were, like, so enjoyable. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, all yeah of like, them Lights were. Up. Like, that was all such of a them thing. Were enjoyable. That was, like, such a time. Yeah. Yeah. So that would just really be fun to, like, experience. Oh my god, the Lights Up music video release seems like it was 10 years ago. It was! It seems like it was so freaking long ago. Yeah, I remember watching, I remember listening to Lights Up for the first time, and I remember driving home from Target in Portland, and there was a full moon, and it was like, it was like when I was new to Portland. It was like, felt like, it wasn't like when I first moved here, but it was like pretty... Yeah. It was, like, around that time. It was, like, buying stuff to, like, decorate the yeah. house. Like, that just feels like a completely different, like, a lifetime ago. It really does. My God. Lights up. Like, the Erota stuff, that feels so long ago. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, well, it was, fingers it would be crossed fun. that that's coming. I mean, the fact that he did a Zane, I mean, it was a rumor that he did the Zane Lowe interview, but... Pretty high chance yeah. that someone didn't make that up. So it feels like it's accurate that it's coming soon. At least a single. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's been a It's been... When did Fine Line come out? December 13th, 2019. Yeah. So it's been close to two years. Yeah. Also, and I mean, I that's remember... not a long time. Oh, what were you saying? No, you you finish. I would say that's not, like, a long time, like, two years, uh, but because it was, like, so much time where, like, he wasn't able to tour, like, yeah. I feel like that's, it's, like, very different because it's not, like, yeah. he was busy, like, touring this album and, like, it was, like, there was a lot of nothing because yeah, of COVID. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say there was also a rumor that he's booked in for another Madison Square Garden show, like, in February. Oh, really? Um, which could be, like, the album release day type of thing. You know, huh. where they do, where he did it in L.A. last time. People are saying, yeah, you know, Madison Square Garden release. That was just a rumor I saw, but, mm. um, yeah, who knows? That would be awesome to go to that. That, that would be really cool. And it's closer to me. But I don't live in New York, mm-hmm. so if he does it where it's, like, you have to go to the venue. Unless I could send my oh, brother, God, yeah. like, get him to get right. tickets or something. But for the yeah. L.A. one, you had to buy tickets online, right? It wasn't, like, a run-up to the venue situation. <laughs> it was a big no, venue. it was online. It, it was a yeah. – yeah, I remember it being online. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be amazing to be able to go to, like, the album release night or something if that does happen in February. Yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, the last thing I have is uh, Niall's new song that neither of us listened to. So I don't think we have I didn't even know it was out. I saw them talking about it, but I didn't know that yeah. it had actually been released yet. So I Him and Anne Marie did a cover of Anywhere for BBC Children in Need. Oh, Everywhere. Sorry, Everywhere. What is that? Oh, wait, it's what a cover. cover? Yeah, everywhere, Niall, Corin. Let's see. Uh, there's a music video. Oh, a visualizer. 
That's like one of those music videos where it's like it's just a few clips that they repeat. Oh, I see. What's it a cover? Whose song is it? Oh, Fleetwood Mac everywhere. Okay. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed their last um, collaboration, so I feel like I'll probably like this one. Yeah, me too. Um, anything else that we have to talk about? <laughs> we didn't hit on um, any of the other boys. <laughs> this all yeah, well, situation. this is just this was just kind of like a random check in, you know, mm-hmm. episode. Obviously, we're not a news source anymore. Not that we ever mm-hmm. were an accurate news source, but like <laughs> we were an accurate news source. We did a lot of research back in the day. I would spend we hours did. planning. We did. Yeah, no, I would too. No, I just really wanted to, like, record again um, just for fun and, like, to check in with you guys and, and with Caitlin and yeah. check in with um, with the fandom world. But yeah. I was thinking, too, like, maybe this is something we can do, like, around holidays because that feels yeah, like an easier time. Idea. Like, yeah. when you're home, you know, yeah, you're not in school and... So yeah, maybe we can have like a maybe it can be a our a holiday tradition. That we yeah, because we could we could definitely have time off in December, so we can definitely record mm-hmm. again in December. Yeah, I'd love to record again in December. Um, yeah. I think that would be really fun. Maybe there'll um, be more like rumors out and stuff, and also the whole like showing up yeah. without planning anything really works. So if this is working for yeah. y'all, then that yeah. makes it less pressure on us. Yeah, we'd love to hear your feedback because I think like. It's such a hard thing. I I miss doing this podcast so much. Like I really yeah. I really want to be doing it again, but also I know that I can't commit to anything. Yeah. Because I don't have the time. <laughs> but yeah. that being said, like not planning and then not not worrying about editing, like we're not we're not worrying about having to edit this. So like we're not, you know, that yeah. takes a lot of pressure off and it takes a lot of time off. Yeah. So if this if this kind of episode that's like super unplanned, super casual, like I don't even know what's going on. I haven't right. even listened to this, Niles. Like if you guys like this, um, yeah. definitely let us know because it would probably be a lot easier for us to do more episodes like this, you know, more often. Um, right. If we know that we don't have to do all the planning and editing and stuff. Because then it's really just about yeah. finding time to sit down and talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and I do love the the episodes that we've spent time planning I mean those are also so fun but it's just like one of those things where it it really is a job um yeah and if if we had jobs that were in that field like if our jobs were in like entertainment or like production or like you know that kind of world it would be a lot easier to fit it in but it's such a different thing what both of us are doing it's hard to kind of change paces that much and be like all right now I'm gonna you know right. plan this podcast episode yeah exactly um, so yeah well thanks all for listening um yeah I was gonna say recommendations I don't have any do you have any that you have in mind <laughs> no um I don't really know um not, yeah, nothing I have in mind. I mean, all my recommendations are, like, stuff, like, very popular things that I'm sure everyone is already doing. <laughs> yeah, like, listen to Taylor Swift's Like, obviously, listen to Taylor Swift's new song. 
Adele's album. Amazing. There's this artist, you guys, there's this artist that I know about. Her name is Taylor Swift. I really think you should check her out. She's the best. She's got some great stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, Kelly Clarkson's Christmas album is good. Darren Chris put out a Christmas album, which I've been listening to. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's cute. Um, there's this there's group a, of siblings um, there's a, called Infinity Song that I've listened oh. to a lot of their music. I haven't listened to their Christmas album, but it's a three-song Christmas album, Infinity Song. They do a lot of oh, harmonies, wow. which are really beautiful. That's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. By, I feel like music-wise, I mean, I've literally just been listening to, to Taylor Swift, like, yeah. nonstop. Um, yeah. But also um, Brandy Carlisle's most recent album, I've been listening mm, to that. Yeah as well um and then also this movie isn't actually out yet but i'm really excited there's this gay christmas movie coming out in december (gasps) called single all the way (laughs) i'm so excited and it looks like you know your classic cheesy christmas rom-com but it's yeah but it's uh about these two gay. gay dudes and i'm really excited to see that yeah so I need to make a list of all the Christmas movies. My dad's, like, assigned me the job. He's like, we need a list of really? movies that we can watch every night. I wish there was more gay Christmas <laughs> movies. Because if they're bad Christmas yeah. movies, sometimes it's hard to get to, get through. Right. And, like, yeah. last year we shut some of them off because we were like, really? this is just too bad. <gasps> um, did you watch Happiest Season last year? Yes. Did watch the that. Kristen Stewart one? Yeah. I love that Yes. One. Of course. But, like, if it's gay and bad, it's like, oh, we don't get yes. any gay movies. So it's like, right. you just want to keep <laughs> watching it anyway. You know? It's yeah, like good bad. That's true. You know? It's filling yeah. a hole. But if it's straight bad, that's a whole nother type of bad. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. So maybe we'll um, record in December. Which is not that far away. It's really not. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good um, month, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in if you did. Yeah. Oh, wait. I forgot the ending. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What were you going to say? Well, the ending is like plugging everything, which we don't. There's not really any point to do that because we're not active on anything. Don't follow us on anything. Don't write to us. We won't respond. Yeah, we probably no, won't respond. Definitely write to, things, to us. We'll read but it. You should write to us. We'll definitely read it, and we'll take it into our hearts, and we'll send yeah. you a lot of love. Um, it will like, give uh, us a moment of happiness in the horrid that is both of our lives. Yeah, we have gotten a few messages over the months of people, you know, just saying they miss us, and I do love those so much, and I miss it. You guys yeah. too. Me too. I know I have so. Twitter messages I have to respond to, and it's that building guilt. Mm never responding but like you really want to yeah and i'm and i'm gonna do freaking christmas cards this year i've bought them already i miss it every year i never do it i never send them i'm always consistently bad at it but i already bought them so i'm gonna have the thing yeah the thing that i'm really working on is um there's this there's this tiktok person that i love um her thing is called struggle care um She's actually a therapist, but she talks on TikTok a lot about, like, cleaning and, like, being compassionate to herself. And she has this video where she talks about 
good and good enough is perfect like Mm. you'd need to like we just need to be like less concerned with having things be perfect and we just need to make them good enough and functional and I'm trying to have that attitude towards like my backed up things because that happens to me all the time like someone will send me a text or I'll get a message and I will be like I want to respond to this in a way that is like articulate and well thought out and I want to make sure that they know how much I love them and then I don't ever do that because I don't actually I can't actually do that so instead I've started to try and say like maybe someone sends me a really sweet text and I have the urge to be like don't send a reply until you can really think it out but I I fight that you know and I just say thanks or I favorite it you know I just I respond it's not perfect I'm not perfect it's okay that's so true because the thing about the sending the Christmas cards is everyone the the bar is so fucking high it's so high just don't do it custom yeah (laughs) you know Harry Styles Christmas cards and I'm like to get me to put that effort in to order cards in advance. Right. And then and then I'm like, I have to write this deep message that's so meaningful yeah. and really long. And yeah. it's just become so yeah. overwhelming <laughs> that I never yeah. do it. I know, literally but, I have one of Steph's like pinned to my cork board because it's like this beautiful collage. Yes. Yes. And I have this little exactly. bowl. Um um Bianca last year sent cards and put this little confetti in them. Oh, and I literally yeah. have the confetti in this little bowl on my desk because I love it so much. It's so creative and cute. <laughs> it's and literally then, everyone is so amazing. I just I got literally a card didn't send from anything Kesha, last year. A postcard and I haven't oh, I got responded. One too. That's also <laughs> on my court so board. Nice. I'm literally staring at it right now. I feel like <sighs> I need to just take a picture and send it to her so I she know. knows that I, I know that I love it. But yeah. yeah, like with the holiday cards, literally don't even write anything. Just buy the cards, <laughs> send it along, address them, and send it. Like, just we have yeah. to stop trying so hard because because we don't. It doesn't need to be perfect, and it's better to yeah. like do something than to just not do anything. That's so true. That's what I've been or, trying to do with dating apps to too. Just, like, I never. I'll, like, I'm very stressed and put off responding to people when I'm like. Just mm-hmm. take 30 seconds to respond. It doesn't have to be the most thought out response. Like, right. just fucking respond, which yeah. makes it way less stressful because I'll just put it off yeah. and then I'll feel bad and then I'll put it off again. Right. And then eventually you can't talk to them again because it's been a week and a half and you never responded. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like either accept that you can only do what you can do or accept that you can't do it at all, you know? Yeah. But it's yeah. like it's like it's like thinking like that you can do this grand thing and then not being able right. to do it actually really messes yeah. up your self esteem. Like it's that's so one of the the hallmark things of like ADHD is just like mm. there's so many things that I like try to do or I take on or I want to do and then I just continually fail at them and it makes me feel yeah. like a piece of shit. And it's like <laughs> I either need to say no, yeah. I can't do this, or yeah. I need to just do it to at whatever capacity I can which yeah. is never what I want it to be because I always right. want everything I do to be perfect and beautiful and amazing. And I want right. every person I interact with to be like, wow, Lucia is beautiful and perfect and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just not real life. Sometimes yeah. people are going to be disappointed in me. Sometimes people yeah. are going to not like me. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're learning some really important life lessons here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier said than done, you know. It's a practice. You have to like continually practice at it. Yeah, because then you you need the the other side where it like it's better. So then you need you need the reward of oh that did work, you know, Mm -hmm. like that worked out better. 
you know, and then yeah. you're like, okay, I can, I can just respond without thinking about it for so much, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, I've been Caitlin. <laughs> and I've been Lucia. <laughs> And this has been Talk Direction. (laughs) It really has. All right. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.